Have you heard of the nutrition prescriptions aim for five a day and eat a rainbow? I most definitely have. Welcome to the Keto Sisters Keto Lifestyle A Life's Journey podcast, where I'll be documenting our journey and providing tips and tricks to help you maintain optimal health and to live your best life. Three sisters, three journeys, we've all had our challenges. Find out what was the only common stabilizer. We are passionate about helping others crush their goals. I've been on this journey for a while and I've tried it all. Fat loss has always been difficult for me. The weight just seems to stick and it's been quite a journey over the years. I've tried different diets. Honestly, I've been there. I've tried exercise. I was committed to exercising. I even had a personal trainer for more than one year. But when I stopped, the weight gradually picked up again. Just like everyone, I really have to find the time to put in the exercise. But I've always been one to find the time. Whether it's early morning, a walk during a break at work, or after work, I've learned to find the time. But I always ask myself, why has it been so difficult for me? Why do others find it so easy? Thank you for listening in as we journey together to better. Appreciate you. Super excited for this episode. Let's explore commonly asked questions about fruits and vegetables. Few would argue that fruits and vegetables offer lots of health benefits, including reducing the risk of some chronic diseases. But maybe you've hesitated to fill your grocery cart with colorful produce because of concerns that pop up in online articles and discussions. Here's a look at some commonly asked questions about fruits and vegetables and what current research says. Number one, is fruit bad for me because it contains sugar? Sugar gets such a bad rap in the popular press that some people hesitate to eat foods that contain natural sugars, especially fruit. There's plenty of research exposing the detrimental health effects of eating too much added sugar, but less so with natural sugars. Overall, fruit intake is associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, and even type 2 diabetes. Another confusing point is that some fruits like watermelon and grapes have a high glycemic index, a tool that measures how quickly a food increases blood sugar. But more accurate than the glycemic index is the glycemic load, which factors the amount of carbohydrates per serving of a food and to what degree it will raise a person's blood sugar level after eating it. Because watermelon and grapes are fairly low in carbohydrate, the glycemic load is low. In general, most whole fresh or frozen fruit have a relatively low glycemic load. Furthermore, the whole fruits have a built-in spotlight. They are more naturally satisfying, whereas highly processed foods with added sweeteners tend to be easy to digest and are therefore easy to overeat. Imagine how quickly one can gulp down a standard 12-ounce can of soda that contains 40 grams of processed sugar. 
Yes, 40 grams of sugar. Now think about how long it takes to chew through an apple that contains about 13 grams of natural sugar in addition to the various fibers, vitamins, antioxidants and water. The apple obviously takes longer to eat and is more satiating, so you are less likely to reach for another. The bottom line is fruits contain natural sugars and many other beneficial nutrients, so they are are a healthful addition to our daily diet. Question two of the commonly asked questions are canned and frozen fruits and vegetables lower in nutrients? The answer is it all depends on the type of produce, the type of processing and which nutrients. In general, fresh produce picked at a peak maturity offers the highest amount of vitamins and minerals and tastes the best. But soon after harvest, these nutrients degrade. It can take a week to two weeks for produce to be transported from the farm to the supermarkets and then purchased by the consumer. Several more days pass before you actually eat it. Part of the nutrient losses occur with moisture loss if water-rich produce sits at room temperature. Estimates show that at room temperature, fresh peas lose about 50% of vitamin C in one week and fresh spinach can lose 100% of the vitamins in less than four days. So, it begs the question, will refrigeration help? Refrigeration can slow the degradation, but even so, certainly high perishable fruits like berries only last about a week before visible changes in color, texture and flavor set in. Apples, pears and squash are less sensitive and can last for one to two months with refrigeration. How about canning and freezing? For long Longer storage, canning and freezing can preserve nutrients more effectively than refrigeration. Initially, some nutrients are lost during processing. For example, canning uses heat treatment or other methods to destroy bacteria, followed by storage in a liquid medium in an airtight container. Freezing entails a prior step of blanching the produce quickly to deactivate enzymes that speed ripening. In in both cases, some water-soluble vitamins like vitamin C and vitamin B may be destroyed or leached into the cooking or storage liquid. But here's the thing. For something like asparagus, it loses about 30% of vitamin C during canning, but only 10% after blanching and freezing. Generally, the freezing process averages about 50% loss of vitamin C and canning treatment causes an average loss greater than 60%. The ranges are wide depending on the exact processing treatment, storage conditions and type of produce. But regardless of loss during processing, some and many of the nutrients are retained, which upon storage are further preserved through protection from oxygen, heat and light. For instance, broccoli retains almost a hundred percent of vitamin C after freezing. 
But here is the big takeaway. Unless fruits and vegetables are eaten immediately after harvesting, there is going to be nutrient loss to some degree. Regardless of losses, fruits and vegetables remain a valuable source of a variety of nutrients. In certain cases, frozen or canned produce may contain high levels of nutrients than fresh produce that has been stored for a long time. To obtain the most nutrients, consume fresh produce within a few days or frozen varieties within a few weeks. When choosing canned or frozen produce, select options that do not include extra sodium, sugar, or other additives. Continuing with our commonly asked questions. Question number three. Are smoothies and juices just as good as eating whole fruit or vegetables? Smoothies and freshly squeezed juices are popular with both adults and kids. If you find it hard to chew through the several servings of fruits and veggies recommended daily for good health, you may be tempted to drink them instead. But are they just as healthy? You wonder. If most or all of the whole fruit and or vegetable is blended into the beverage, skin, pulp and flesh, then the nutrients and fiber are preserved, making it nutritionally comparable to eating the ingredients in whole form. In some cases, these smoothies may offer high quality nutrition if very fresh produce is used. They may also be easier to digest in a blender texture. However, consuming these same foods in whole form will produce long-term satiety and make it easier to avoid excessive caloric intake. Also, don't forget the other ingredients that are often added, milk, processed fruit juice, sweeteners, seeds, and protein powders can quickly drive up caloric intake upwards of 700 to 800 calories per serving. Even if only whole produce is used, calories can still be high depending on how much is added. Let's talk about juices. Juices from extractors and bottled juices, even those labeled 100% fruit juice, lack fiber and some nutrients that are destroyed or removed during processing. Without fiber, they are quickly digested and not as satisfying and may cause spikes in blood sugar, leaving one feeling hungry soon after drinking them. On a hot day, it is easy to drink several hundred calories in a large glass. Not surprising, high consumption of fruit juice has been associated with greater weight gain. Also, a large prospective study found likely adverse effects from juice. Men and women who drank one or more servings of fruit juice each day experienced a high risk of developing type 2 diabetes by as much as 21%. Whereas eating at least two servings a week of certain whole fruits such as blueberries, grapes and apples was associated with a lower risk of type 2 diabetes by as much as 23% when compared with those who ate less than one serving a month. Bottom line, 
Whole fruit and vegetables are the best choice. Smoothies that blend whole fruits and vegetables without additional sweeteners and are served in appropriate portions may be helpful for some people to consume more of these foods, but should not replace eating them in their whole form. It is best to prepare smoothies at home so that you can control the type and amount of ingredients added to ensure calorie control and optimal nutrients. Juices are easy to overconsume, and especially if weight control is a concern, should be limited to one glass per day. Let's do a quick recap of the commonly asked questions about fruits and vegetables. Number one, is fruit bad for me because it contains sugar? There are plenty of research exposing the detrimental health effects of eating too much added sugar, but less with natural sugars. Fruits contain natural sugar and many other beneficial nutrients, so they are healthy additions to our daily diet. Number two, are canned and frozen fruits and vegetables lower in nutrients? It all depends on the type of produce and the type of processing. But you definitely will find beneficial nutrients in canned and frozen fruits as well. Number three, are smoothies and juices just as good as eating whole fruit and vegetables? Whole fruit and vegetables are your best choice. And the bottom line is they are actually the best when consumed in whole form. I would be the first to say I do not eat nearly as much fruits and veggies as I ought to. The goal is definitely five a day. And honestly, I'm not quite there yet, but I commit to doing better each and every day. Hope you find our episode for today helpful. Till next time, happy listening. That's it for today. Did you like our episode? If you did, please do share. As you know, sharing is caring. If you could take just a few seconds out of your busy schedule to subscribe and leave an honest review and rating, I would forever be grateful. Till next time, happy listening.